right, guys. Hey, welcome back, my friends. Man, welcome back to our podcast. Uh, want to send a, a thank you to everybody for who's subscribing. Man, it's going crazy a little bit. But I do want to remind everybody, if you're watching this, please subscribe to this. Please. Uh, YouTube. Uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Please do that. We'll have something at the end of this follow up on that too. But uh, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good morning. Yeah. How are you morning. doing? Good morning. Doing good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, everybody, I'm Chris Alexa, uh, your host here on this podcast and the CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group. And over here, yeah, I'm Kimberly Alexa, CFO of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group. All right. And yeah. Justin. Justin Smith, uh, COO, <laughs> Aspire to be <laughs> Hospitality Group, uh, unfiltered, unscripted today. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, you're ready to it's roll. my favorite yeah. topic that we've well, done. Well, I'm pretty pumped yeah. up today. I, I'm excited about some topics that this came up, and we kind of shuffled this to the top, and uh, we're excited about to announce some stuff. So this podcast is going to be pretty cool for those that are out there that kind of are following us that that really ask us a lot out there is like, hey, what's going on in your world? What's happening right now? And how does this all work in building, franchising, or opening new restaurants? So uh, there's there's some big things happening. The first big thing that happened is um, we signed a deal to do mm -hmm. three new sports bars. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. and Excited for that. You signed the official paperwork yesterday that uh, made it official. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we signed the FDD yesterday for Buffalo Wild Wings Go. And then we also signed the LOI to get yes. the site going on that store. Yes, we and, did. We yeah. did. Yep, yep, yep. And I think, Justin, you sent that email. So this is a great day for Aspire to be Hospitality Group. This is a location that we, uh, we're we super excited about, Missouri City. Uh, we found a site that was uh, one that we thought was good. And then this city, this site popped up, and we we're super excited about that one. So we got that paperwork done. Super excited about that. So, uh, But then the next big thing, and this is going to be our topic today, uh, it's signing this deal for our brand new uh, concept. Kind of we already have one open, and, and l l let's let the cat out of the bag. What is it? B-dubs go. Yeah, Buffalo yep. Wild Wings Buffalo go. Buffalo Wild Wings go. There you go. Yeah. Here it goes. Buffalo Wild Wings Go, right here. So they sent us this little trinket package. We got these a while back uh, when we started getting this paperwork done, and yeah. we could officially open it today, yeah. and it's kind of cool. So uh, I wanted to kind of put this on there. There goes your Buffalo Wild Wings Go hat. Oh, man, I was hoping a shiner would be in there. There we go. Yeah, the shiner. Yeah, you always love the shiner to celebrate that. So we got our Buffalo Wild Wings Go hat. But um, <laughs> Put yeah. it right on. I love it. <laughs> so, we represent. Kim in the kitchen's dangerous. I've seen it happen. You've seen I've that seen happen. Wings, we, we need dude. you in the kitchen. Yeah. Let's go. That's right. But, hey, um, we signed this deal. We've been working on this deal. This is a brand that we're going to discuss a little bit today that a lot of people don't know. Every time we talk to people about what is Buffalo Wild Wings Go, but the exciting part about this company is growth, is that we signed a, a really a 16-store deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we got to build these how quickly? Yeah, five, five years. years. <laughs> and B-dubs is like an underserved brand. Like you can only build these massive sports bars out there. And we've always, you know, heavy hitter towns. Now we can go into these smaller mid-sized communities and bring one of the most iconic brands in the country to there. I mean, yeah. this is a huge deal. This is bringing Buffalo Wild Wings and where traditionally people would have to drive 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it delivered right to their house. Takeout. It's just a quick, efficient takeout model. And um, it's nuts. Yeah. We get to be pioneers. We're super pumped. Well, it's, it was really cool because uh, this has been in the works for a while with Buffalo Wild Wings um, from the from years ago. And people that know this, right, when we go to, when you go to our sports bars 
And people tell me this all the time. They're like, man, I, you know, Friday, Saturdays, you know, busy, busy times. Man, it takes too long to get your food. Well, at our big sports bars, it's because we do so much takeout. Yeah. I mean, I remember the days when we opened our first Buffalo Wild Wings 18, 19 years ago. I mean, I, if we were getting takeout, just answering the phone, it was so exciting. It's like, oh, I did $50 in takeout just now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the numbers that we're driving in this take in our in our restaurant, out the back door is what I call it, um, is, is crazy. It's like running two businesses in one, a takeout model and a in-store model, right? Mm -hmm. But our new sports bars, Lake Charles being one, Nacogdoches being another, Missouri City will be another. Mm -hmm. the, we, uh, corporate, we've learned that all right, if you go to these stores, you'll see, and you know, if you go to a new Buffalo Wild Wings, you'll see that that's the, the takeout is separated from the store. It's actually kind of in the back side. So you don't, you know, you get involved. If you go to our sports bars and you probably go to your your, your hometown, you'll see you kind of got to go in the front door and kind of go to the right or wherever the left, wherever your side is. And you're kind of mixed in with the, the people coming in to hang out, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it kind of a problem. So we're excited about this because um, we're growing this brand. And like Kim said, we were pioneers. So um, a while back, Buffalo Wild Wings decided to grow this besides the corporate stores. And they picked a couple of franchisees. We were one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have like, one of the first goes built. Yes. Yeah. We I think did. the second franchisee to kind of get the store open. Yes. And they only picked a couple at first to try this, try this out. So we tried one. It was like a test to see. It's been open how long now? Yeah, almost a year. Almost a year. We're almost celebrating a year. Yep. So June 22nd. Yeah. Yeah. And we're super excited. Our man Jake's over there running that in the Houston Spring area where it's actually in um, Magnolia, Magnolia, Texas. Magnolia, Texas. Super excited about that. So we got to learn from it. We watch it. We watch it on the cameras. We spend a lot of time in there. You come in my office. And we mm -hmm. stare at the cameras, right? That's right. And watch what's happening. You've worked in the kitchen mm -hmm. to see how it works. The wings are cooked twice fried. It's a different model. We don't. We don't. In the operation side, Justin, it it's not the full menu either. No, it's it's a efficient engine. It's just it's it's the easiest things that we could possibly cook. It's your you know your wings, your boneless. It's some strategic burgers. It's your fried appetizers. It's 90% of the menu yeah. when it really comes down to our sales mix in a traditional sports bar. So you're still getting like the full B-dubs experience. We're just taking out some of the things that are a little bit time consuming and some of the produce in the business. And it's just, it's so efficient. It's so quick. And with the, the twice fried wing process, that's like the ultimate cheat in the in the chicken wing world. Yeah. It's a juicier, crispier wing. It's an awesome product. It renders the fat. It sits there. It's just it's 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 so good. The chicken wings that we're producing out of there. But the science of it is now we can get them out in four or five minutes. And in, this is more of a quick service restaurant now that makes it so we can do it really really fast. So so on the op side, when we talk about why we get so excited about this brand. There's other things in the labor model that makes it oh, really the, Well, the model itself, let's throw it out there. Like your average wing stop does $1.6 million a year in, yes. in, in average yeah. um, unit sales. If we could do $1.2 million, and that's kind of the current goal for the Buffalo Wild Wings Go, and you drive anywhere from 15 to 20% profits to the bottom line, this thing's paid off in two and a half years. Yeah, that 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 is the first piece of the financial portion. Your cogs and your labor, you know, your your cost of sales um, is very, very attractive in the 28 to 32% range, your traditional restaurant range. But the labor model is really yeah. where it gets interesting. 
where you have your, you know, if, if you run a mm-hmm. salaried manager or that piece of the business, they're so integrated in the operation. You're running this thing with two or three people most of the time, and you're doing it in a really efficient way. Yeah, It's literally set up that you're a team member. You're trained to do everything in the restaurant at all times. You're constantly helping each other out, and you're just driving product out the, out the door. You're shaking wings. You're cashing people out. It's so efficient. And then the technology, the mobile ordering, the online ordering, so many of our transactions have moved to that space. We can just focus on getting it accurate, hot, and giving it to the guests. So all of that, um, that that adds up to a really interesting and uh, attractive business. Yeah, it is. And, and what's cool about it is um, when you look at this model and you look how it works, I mean, when you're running the store of, of being efficient and only having a couple employees instead of you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, heck, we might have 30, 40 employees on shift that day. At a, at a go, we might have three. Um, Kim, I'm going to shift to this to you because I, I know your answer on this because you've been putting a lot of pressure on this with us. But why do you like the model on your side of it, on the financial side? So um, initially, when we started exploring this this um, possibility, for one, it was an un- it was under the umbrella of Inspire Brands, and yeah. so I knew what Inspire touches that normally we were very comfortable with. Yeah. So um, and then they they started talking to us about the cost to get into these things, mm. and and the cost was really intriguing to me five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars to uh, investment up front Total. was yeah was intriguing yeah. because we knew Buffalo Wild Wings brands. We've been running that brand for a while now. We knew we could, we could pretty much pioneer it yeah. and, and ace it. We knew how to run it. And so that was the second thing. And, and the third thing for me was kind of um, the liquor. Yeah. We, we did not have to have a liquor license. We were not selling liquor. And that was very appealing to me because, especially in Texas and the Texas market being under the dram shop laws, um, you know, when you're, tucked in if someone comes in your establishment drinks an alcoholic beverage and then ends up six seven hours later at a club getting wasted and goes out and god forbid home themselves or somebody else mm-hmm. i mean you're wrapped yeah. up even if they had one beer in your location so you're kind of wrapped up in that and in, in texas louisiana is not the same but in texas it is texas it is but anyway so the sale of alcohol, yeah. the non-sale of alcohol in, in a Buffalo Wild Wings Go was intriguing to me as an entrepreneur. And so that was just kind of the third thing that topped it off. And that's why I wanted to get into the business. Yeah, I, you because know, we saw that recently. We went through a renewal. We go through a renewal every year in insurance. Yeah. And uh, one of the biggest hot topics is is um, our liquor liability is insurance we carry and how those just keep increasing and keep increasing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's, that was very it's intriguing. A, it's a... It's a steep cost for a business yeah. to have an alcohol license. Well, you know, it's cool, too, because like at this time of the uh, the, the world where we're at, um, you know, it, it we're kind of downsizing a little bit. We're cutting back a little bit. Interest rates have gone crazy and little things like that. So this kind of came in the perfect time that we can build these stores um, a lot cheaper than what we're building bigger sports bars for or fast food, you know, Arby's or whatever it might be. Yeah, and I always have to get a, a shout out to my Lord, Savior Jesus. Is that I prayed for a concept without alcohol, and you he have. brought me, he brought me Starbucks, and he brought me a Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Go, woohoo! Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah. We appreciate so, that because it is exciting. Are. But you know, one thing we get asked a lot, and you're probably thinking this right now because we get asked this all the time, leasing agents, whoever, or we're looking at sites, and they're like, "What is a Buffalo Wild Wings Go?" And what the main thing I always tell everybody, it's a wing stop. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's just a wing stop with a Buffalo Wild Wings name. It's efficient takeout and delivery with the best sauces on the planet brought to you quickly. You can order it, pick it up at any time you'd like. Uh, the the engine is is very very fast. The technology's there. It's just it's it's very very quick means to get ninety percent of the Buffalo Wild Wings sports bar menu that you know we all know to love. Well, yeah, and and too. I'm excited to talk about Buffalo Wild Wings Go, but the most important part about this podcast I'm excited to talk about is just the entrepreneurship of bringing on a new concept and maybe, you know, honing in those people out there in the audience of bringing on a new business and what we do as far as entrepreneurs, business leaders going into a new brand are are opening a brand new concept. And so I think that's, I'm excited to get on. Yeah, yeah. To get the, on topic and get that. And let's talk about this. So you know, we're well, well, with this, three uh, like-minded when you, when you, business owners. When you, when you get that, when you talk about the entrepreneurship, this is something that you always got to keep your mind open because this wasn't talked about two years ago. Right. And as times changed, it came evolved, and, it, and we kept our eyes open. We kept mm-hmm. we kept looking. We we didn't know this was going to come to us. But yeah. it did. It did come to us. So with that, with the mindset of entrepreneurship um, in, in this brand, let's let's get on topic of that and find out what what's it take to find that in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So we we've come to the conclusion we're doing Buffalo Wild Wings Go. Yeah. We're in it. We've signed with corporate. We've signed up to do the fifteen store deal. We're open in ten, but we've signed up for a fifteen store deal. And so our next stop is looking at for a location, right? Yeah. So that's what's cool about this because that was some of the parts too. We were getting on the lease part is that you know when we're buy, when we're getting in these Buffalo Wild Wings sports bars, they're fifty five hundred, sixty five hundred square feet. Yeah. This little model sits in that a thousand to fourteen hundred square feet model. So now we can get in some shopping centers that we can snuggle into and get some better deals on that. And I think that's what it's intriguing about. And we've done our we've done our research. Yeah. I so mean, uh, corporate tells us our seed points and. Yeah. We start driving. Yeah. Right. So we get in the car with a, a realtor and uh, he starts bringing us around to all these locations and we just lay our eyes on them. Yeah. And so that's think, a big piece. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're laying your eyes on them. We're, we're rolling around. We're looking at the rooftops. We're looking at the traffic patterns. We're looking at the demographics of the area. Now we can go into the shopping centers that we've never looked in in line versus end caps. We're trying to get a beat on the, you know, the, the price per square foot in the certain markets and how that fits our model. We're also looking at the competitors in the market and if they're A, B, or C players. And then, you know, also we have a lot of information on how Buffalo Wild Wings are performing in some of these markets. So, you know, it's like Target Wings stop, but how's the B-dubs do? Yeah. And can, yeah. We, can we find a middle ground to that? Yeah. yeah. And just a simple research. We go and we just sit there. We'll go have lunch yeah. at a surrounding area. Uh, we'll go observe the the dining energy, yeah. the lunch energy, the synergy for this the location that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And those are just some really simple things that we bring in as leaders and that we wrap our minds around. Well, because, you know, we, before we settle on us, before we get too involved or too fall in love with a location. And we're doing this sometimes, you know, 6, 12, 18, even two years before, before we even time. get to the, we're, before our team even knows that we're finding a site you're going around there hitting the pavement doing the research because you don't want to you know blow smoke per se to to the team who's really excited about growing so a lot of what you need to do is find a site but then kind of get to some actual deals yeah before you broadcast that to the you know the larger company and and it's tough because all of them are exciting. Everyone we go to, yeah. we're like, let's build that. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Every time we see one. <laughs> <We're constantly laughs> yeah, so we fall in love at first, but then 
Sometimes yeah. Chris gets his heart broke. It happens a lot. <laughs> um, you know, and, and when you when we did this, right, let's for, for example, we, we did a day drive, right? We drove the whole market and looked at, I think, 16 different seed points at that time to kind of yeah, vet out one. what we really wanted. We took some off the map, added some on the map, and there were some, there were some seed points that are, are identified in this that really shouldn't have been identified. So you got to put your boots on the ground, like you said. Go do your research. Go drive the city, right, and see yeah. if it's gonna. If you feel it's gonna, it has a spot for you, you know. And I think yeah. we did that, right? Because artificial intelligence is what they're pulling out from, right? Yeah, that's how they get these seed points. But the, it's not always perfect. They you were have bubbles. To put yeah. in they're, a human element. Yeah. See, that, this yeah, goes this so. goes back to the AI part, right? Yeah. The AI I just does not to plug does not, in humans. Yeah, does not go to this site and look yeah. at it because we were like. I remember telling the, the, the real estate guy from corporate that we're driving, was like, yeah, he said, this is identified as a seed point by the AI computer. I'm like, but there's no cell phone service here. How did it, was, it get this intelligence? You know? It was in the middle of a horse pasture. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, um, and the, the, the AI or the data still required a human to put in the inputs. Yeah. So when you are, when that yes. site-wise or whatever program that is, is finding that site, someone made a determination of like Walmart, Wingstop. Those are the factors that I want you to find. Because we went to a couple. It was like one shopping center, a Wingstop, and a Walmart. And we're like, oh, the robot saw that yeah. and decided it was a seed point. And it's like, no, 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 you need it to be a couple miles down the road Yeah. Yeah. where the, it's actually happening. The new development's at, the construction you know, that, yeah. that's where you need to be. So some of them were just a little bit off yeah. where others were like, there's nothing to build. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing there. And, you know, and some of them were, some of them were wonderful opportunities though. So it did get it right. But that human element and going there and vetting out, you know, that, that you have to put your eyes on it. It's yes. a huge, huge nugget. Well, yeah. Let, let's get to the point on this here too. So now we, we signed this deal. We're mm -hmm. super excited. We got our hats got our stuff rolling. We got one store open. We learned a lot. We, we know a lot. Now we just signed a lease to our second one. Um, and it's going to be in Aldine, Texas, right? And let's go on the budget that. How did we work that? Because one thing that's I'm super excited about these two teams, this whole team here, but you two, how we work together, because you come into it a different way than others um, in this business. Like you said, I get excited about things. I look at it, but then we got to get back here and play the numbers. So now we go into the leasing part of it. And, and looking at the numbers, and let's let's talk about how we get to that point. Yeah, so we have a, a business plan mm -hmm. that we come up with, and we have estimated sales. And so on that estimated sale, we have a business plan, which we have a conservative side yeah. of the business plan, and then we have the wishful thinking side yeah. of the business plan. Yeah. So we go into lease negotiations, of course, on the conservative side of business plans. Yeah. And uh, with that, we hone in on occupancy rates. And the sweet spot for us is it's really five to seven yeah. percent. But man, lately these landlords have wanted us to hone yeah. in on a ten percent. You know, which I want to say something. What makes me bad, Justin? You've that. been on these calls. We've all been on these. Calls. And these landlords at the leasing agents, like, well, you know, what's your projected sales? Because they want to like push us. You know, we're well, like, no, we're here. We're, of your yeah, money. We, yeah, they're like, we're no, we're we're stuck here. So be careful on that because they'll try to entice you to like, well, like they're business people to try to help you figure it out. No, we know the numbers. We know we're at. We know our labor costs. We know those costs. Yeah. So so and we started this with we're signing whether it's an LOI or a lease. We're signing. We're taking all the risk. Yeah. I'm putting my house up. You're putting your car up. 
we're the one signing here. So a conservative model and approach to sales, that's what we accept and we want to build towards. And I, there's a lot of deals to be made in that approach. The upside is goes to the people and the company that took the risk. So sure, we might do 1.2 or 1.5, but we're budgeting 750. Yeah. That's, right. that's the deal we need to make because right. I'm signing the lease, not you. Yeah, that's right. And, and another little nugget I want to you know, throw out there for people is that it's just not when we're on the conservative side of our budget and we're thinking about our occupancy rate, we don't think about just year one. Yeah. Because we're in this sucker for usually 10 years. I mean, yep. there's very few landlords out there that are signing a five-year a five-year lease anymore. So we look at that um, occupancy rate over a 10-year span, and, yeah. and I'll even do it sometimes through my options. It just depends upon the investment. Now, these smaller investments like the GO, I'll look at 10 years. Yeah. Um, bigger investments like our freestanding Buffalo Wild Wings that we invest more up front on, it, that'll look through because we want to be there at least, you know, 15-plus years. Um, so... So that's a nugget. Just look at your occupancy rate, and just not in year one, because year one can, I mean, you can be rocking and rolling, right, as far as occupancy goes. But in, when your lease comes up for renewal, then you might flip your Yeah, flip and you have all the, you know fast. your business, so you have all the information that you need to make a determination of what year over year looks like. A yeah. broker, yeah. an agent, or a landlord might tell you, oh, you need to project every year doing 5 or yeah. 3% more in sales. Not in the current environment. I mean, yeah. they're not after three years of data that just doesn't make sense with COVID and uncertainty. Yeah. We as as owners of you know of the businesses, we need to go three or four or five years of same store seal increases to to re get that piece of data to re feel comfortable with it. So leases yeah. right now are flat. Yeah, I need to be able to make money in ten years based on doing seven fifty, not one point two, because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know, when you brought That's that up, right. Justin, you you said that we were signing these guarantees, and so people know when when people, any small business owner, or whoever, it, when you see a, a business go into a shopping center and they're leasing space, and they sign a five ten year lease and they go under after four. They have to pay out that six. Oh, yeah. It's just like leasing an apartment. You have to pay that out. So when you see a, you know, a local store person that you know had to close up, either they had to they wrote it out to the lease was over or they had to pay it. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're very conservative with that because sometimes and also, too, when you go to that 10 years, your lease bumps up. They know you're there. And if you haven't negotiated longer terms, that lease will bump up and they might say, OK, you're paying this. Now it's going to go up 50 percent in rent. And, and that's what really scares you because you, you you think you're being profitable, but now you're not being profitable. Who's being profitable? Yeah, landlords. The landlords yeah, are. absolutely. And and they're in it to make money, and I get that. that I, they wouldn't be in business either if they weren't making money. But usually those bumps are a 10% bump. Yeah. Um, I have been able to ne negotiate 8%, but that's far and few between. But um, if you're negotiating your leases, I would recommend you try to go in at 8%, see what you can get, and yeah. you can always be told no. Yeah. I think why we like Go, though, too, is we've got so much experience in doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Every line in that LOI, every line, even when it goes to underwriting in the lease, we have experience with, and we're challenging, and we're trying to test and take to the limit. So that be, I mean, you have to have those things on your team and your skill set as you're in growth mode, especially if you're doing a 16-store deal, because that is a considerable amount of time, and it is... The once you sign those things, they're done. Yeah, you're you're on the hook for those. You're on the hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got to build these things out. <laughs> and and two, I want to say for the LOI for us, we we try to negotiate a lot of stuff up front in our yeah. LOIs, yeah. so that when you go to lease, um, 
it's not too time consuming and, and you're Good not point. really negotiating. So if the more you get in your LOI as far as, you know, your your timelines for your permitting pe- periods, for when your rent starts, all those things, um, your subleasing, um, signage, you know, what you want as far as um, your architectural build requirements. Yeah. If you can get all that up front in your LOI, you're cutting half of your negotiation when you go to lease. Yeah, yeah. leasing's pretty seamless. That's a yeah. great point. And especially at that point when you're building a store, when you're into lease, there's chances are you're getting quotes, you're getting bids, you're reaching out to architects. And the last thing in the world you want is a four or five or six month holdup because you didn't get that LOI right. And that's a cool thing about franchises too, is that we don't really have to think tank that, right? They, Their architects of approval come out with what they need for our space to build out. And that's just an advantage of being a franchisee. Yeah, you get to share that info. Good point. What's cool about that too, so when we do our budgets, guys, to sum this part of it up is that, you know, you got to kind of do a good, better, best or, you know, a a low, medium, high. Uh, and, And if you negotiate off the low, Right. Because a lot of businesses, I don't care what kind of business you're in a franchise business or if you're doing a mom and pop or whatever it is, you know, somebody's going to say, well, I can do two million. And somebody says, well, I could do one point seven. And other one says, well, I only do one point five. I would negotiate off the lowest point of that, because then when you get into a situation, you're not doing the volume you think you were going to do. You're still not in trouble. You yeah. know, you're not stop sit down. And that's one thing you do very well. When we go in there, we go in and start negotiating off the lowest point of it, too. So, yeah, um, because that's where you start negotiation, right? Yeah. You may not end up there. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you have to end up in the mid in the midpoint, which you're talking about. Yeah. But at least you started at yeah. your lowest point. And control your and control that. Don't let your leasing agents or your your landlords because sometimes landlords don't understand this is a two way street, right? You need for me to be successful, you have to be successful and vice versa, back and forth. That's right. And landlords and brokers, they're they're trained professionals at negotiating. Yeah. And you know, we are not always in that space and you might not be either, but you never split the difference. Yeah. So always come in with your Great lowest, point. always come in with your template. And come in with your terms and be confident in them. And and sometimes that means you have to wait and sit on something. That's right. You know, so we, we signed this now. Now we have a budget, right? And we got a, all kind of numbers. We, we have what we what corporate told us we were going to spend on this. That means equipment, build out, signage, computers, all kind of stuff. Yep. And then you kind of do your, your own study, too. And we kind of randomly, you know, talk to other franchisees that might have built one of these. My phone rings off the wall on this Buffalo Wild Wings go. Everybody wants to end. And everybody wants to know about it. So when you go in that, y'all set this tight budget. And then now we sit out for bids, right? It's out for bids and we're getting the bids in. And now we're critiquing the crap out of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're trying to shave off as much as we can. We don't want to be frivolous um, during this time. And and we want to get into um, what corporate said we should be able to build these things for. Yeah. Be ag- as aggressive as you can with the budget. Our goal is to beat the budget. Our goal is to put multiple quotes and bids out there. We've got approved vendors that we can you know, choose from. We want them playing against each other. They want our business. And be responsible on every single line. So make sure you have time associated with putting things out for bid and getting the lowest price possible to build it. With, you know, the ultimate caveat being that nothing can impact the guest. So yeah. if I'm getting That's a right. big cloud from my front of house, I don't mind who produces it and procures it. But one might be coming from Seattle and one might be coming from San Antonio. And the difference might just be a couple grand in shipping. You know, yeah. and, and that's a huge deal. You, so. you, you brought that up. Yeah. We just had a bid come in and it was for the, the, the our package with these signs we have to hang on the thing. And I think the total bid was like $5,000. And I looked at it. $1,000 was shipping. 
So I thought, yeah, man, I'm, I'm getting in my suburban. Yeah, I'm let's driving. Pick that sucker up. But, but then I looked at it, it was like in Wisconsin. I was like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got but, some family in Wisconsin. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe they could trip the tech. Yeah, we'll meet them halfway. <laughs> but, you know, that's the whole part of sticking on budget with that. And that's in any business you do. It's like building a house. You know, you got to stay on budget. If you go over budget, you normally got to pay out of pocket for that. That's and a it's huge just, deal. You're yeah. getting a loan. You're making pay. You're already injecting probably yeah. either 20 or 30% into your business. Anything left over, don't take for granted your your little honeymoon sales are going to pay that off. You, yeah. you're, you're going to be having to put in extra money in there. Yeah, cutting mm-hmm. checks. Well, you know, so yeah. that's where we're at now. We're waiting for the bids to come in, and we're excited about it. They just yeah. started. It rolling is because this is where ops is getting amped. Like yeah. it's almost time for us to get in the game. So like this is where it gets really fun. And this yeah. is where kind of Kim starts to kind of hand it off to say, okay, yes. here it is. Yeah. Now this is where I get to breathe. Now Chris, take over construction, oversee construction. Justin, you oversee that part. Um, so, and then now you'll move to store two or store three, because we got store three and four actually working. I think we're going on a tour here in a week and a half to go see a great site and one that we're going to try to see if it can fit in there. It's a smaller footprint, see if it fits. So it's a step. You got to keep working and you pass the ball to each other, but you have to trust each other that you follow the, 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 the budgets and what we're putting out. But you know, this got me on this too, guys, that at this point, there used to be a show I used to watch a long, long time ago. And you know, I, it's a reality show, and it's called The Restaurant. Yeah. And I used to get excited about that because back in the day, it was 20 years ago, before mm-hmm. I ever built my first, and I was got the guy that's from New York. I can't remember his name. He was building a restaurant. It showed the day in the life of building it, opening it, and running it. Mm-hmm. So I think that with that is, I think that's where we should go. I would love to see us, when we get this thing rolling, mm-hmm. maybe – Pack the stuff up like we did in Florida, and let's move to the site and shoot an episode there. Actually, during construction, so we've got oh, to the point where cool. like we're we're getting ready to build this thing. You're talking about like going in a restaurant construction zone, and let's yeah. walk everybody through like day one to day one twenty of yeah. building this. Sucker. Take some videos, That's and then cool. and then we'll yeah. actually go in the store and do us podcast. Yeah, shoot it in cool. there. Construction guys walk behind me and. You know, maybe we might shoot some live shot or some shots that we can post up that you know where we're actually watching them build something and have a have a problem because we know there's always a problem. Hey, sir, this hot water heater is not going to fit right here. Yeah, right, when we yeah, had that yeah. last time. So, uh, yeah, that that's would be great. cool, wouldn't it be? Oh yeah, I think that's really cool. I think there's a lot to learn and and through the construction process as far as my side goes, financial side is just recording all the assets and everything like that. I'd be more than willing to yeah to walk people. We might have that. to do it a couple mm-hmm. steps too during the training process. Yeah. That's pretty cool how they do the you know the bringing the staff in for the first time training. Corporate will have their people there. Our trainers will be there. It's really cool to be part of that. And then we got to definitely do the grand opening. Oh yeah, that, that would be awesome. Part. We'd love to a share a full that episode on the grand opening. Open this sucker up and let's talk about how much we make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, 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 yeah. we can go through top to bottom of exactly what that looks like and give everybody a little snapshot and some insights to you know what you're. What you're making out of a buffalo go? Well, I'm gonna, with that. I'm gonna challenge your upside. I'm gonna see you cooking them twice five rings. Yeah. And I've seen you spin, so you can definitely spin. I'll spin some wings. I'll, I'll get out there and mm-hmm. hold the door for people and give high fives and come on in. Let's go. Let's roll. Let's so, roll. So, um, no, that's gonna be an awesome. So I'm excited about that because that's like, that's what people really want to see how it, how in the day of life this really works as an entrepreneur and um mm-hmm. and things. So it, it's gonna be really cool of us to build this go to Buffalo Wild Wings go to build it out to see it work operate in training so yeah it's cool the magnitude here that we're talking and i just just to wrap it up for me is like 20 million dollars in revenue 250 plus to 300 jobs and if you add on the sports bars that's over 500 jobs yeah i mean we're talking multi-unit leaders so if you're an entrepreneur and you're in growth mode 
this is just a eight to ten million dollar you know piece of debt that you may be taking on but over the next five years it, it doubles the size of our company so i mean i'm just so blessed to and excited i just it just I wanted to throw those numbers out because that's what we're talking here. Yeah. Yeah. The, that, that, those are huge numbers. Those are huge amount of jobs yeah. in a, in a bear market where people aren't growing and exploding and um, just what's happening. That, that, yeah. It's wonderful. Shout out to God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah. Hey, um, finishing up here. Uh, it's a great weekend coming up. Uh, it's Memorial weekend. Yeah. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. when we sit back and, and really thank the men and women that fought for our mm -hmm. country. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you and, so much. And yes. thank you thank so you. much for what you do. I, I don't think thank you get you. near the props that you should get. They and don't. I, I don't think you get near the benefits you should get. Um, and I think you should be held up to the highest, highest honor for what you've done. Yes. And um, I mean, I, I kind of get tears in my eyes here a little bit because I think go back and truly if, a, if people in America really think that we're in the God's greatest country and the world it was given to and people died for this yes. right so uh, ultimate sacrifice as, yeah for our freedom as i enjoy my family this weekend and we're going to get away and head to the beach and, and I, I promise you when i lay my head on the bed and, and make my prayer to, that night and i will be praying for you and your families and all the future guys out there and i got some young kids that i coached in little league that are going out to the navy they're going to the Marines. Shout out to you guys because, man, yeah. hats off to you because we couldn't be here in a free country without you guys. So we're going to be celebrating that, right? It's going to be fun. We're going to have that. So <laughs> this is my curveball question, right? We're going to be on the beach somewhere, lake, wherever. Some people have to work, unfortunately, but the world's got to keep moving. Yeah. Um, and we'll still be working. Believe me, my phone's going to be ringing like crazy. You're going to be answering emails. But, you know, we're going to be enjoying some cold beverages too so this is our curveball question i know you're looking at me like oh, what's going on here justin this is gonna be great so I, I did this hold on one second what is going on yeah it's what my lunch kit guys so are we starting memorial day early <laughs> yes we are bring but, it on but just for kimberly you don't okay. even know what's going on so kimberly loves we all know she brings it up all the time shiner so i, I thought this oh yeah are yeah. you giving me a shiner well, can I'm, i crack a top right here on the podcast and we'll give Ooh. what three shiners four shiners are we what going four shiners sorority days yeah <laughs> <laughs> so these are four different beers i want you to tell me if you taste all these and you pick the shiner out what Ooh, yeah. as long so, as i've known kim shiner has been the number one brewski you order that every time yeah. we're out. If you're getting a yeah, beer, we it's actually, a shiner. Can you pick it out? We actually went to Buffalo Wild Wings the other day because she's like, I need a shiner. And we got to try the new two new sauces out, too. So I'm going to put these in front of you. I want you to taste them. Don't stare at the cans because the lids are covered, the edge are covered. But, you know, you could kind of look inside, maybe okay. pick out the colors. So I want you to taste each one of these and tell me if you can right. tell me which one shiner is. Okay. okay? Go ahead. Beer There's number one. Beer's number one. There you oh, go. Oh, this is the one. It's right, right, the beer, one. Beer number one. Let's see. You expect a smile if it's a shiner. That could potentially be shiner. Nope. Definitely nope. It's not. not. It's definitely not shiner. <laughs> this is funny. Let's see. Is this a shiner? Potentially. No. Nope. Nope. You're stone faced on these. You're gonna. One of one of them. You made like a nasty. I'm trying to get face. a read if if you know. All right, little okay. One of them smirk. Yeah. That's the shiner right there. I'm anxious to see one of them. She made a nasty face. That first one. I don't think she liked that first one. Oh, we're torn. Oh, uh -oh. we're torn. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I, I, it's just like a. I think from those two, it's still in my mouth. Oh really? Oh. 
Let me taste. Let me taste my coffee. No, come Clear on, that palate. Yeah, we on, we, we got to get this right. Either that or she's identified the Shiner and she's like, I'm drinking this whole thing. It's probably what <laughs> she's doing here. But again, hey, uh, that's what we're going to be doing, drinking some cold... Um, Shiner. Shiner? That's the Shiner. Is it? I don't know. I, I, I didn't, we didn't mark it because I didn't want you to know. So let's see here. Oh, it's going to be hard to get this off now. Were you contemplating those two? I was contemplating this one, yeah. That's it. That's the Shiner. That's the Shiner. She picked the I Shiner. I know my beer. Yeah, there she picked go. the Shiner. Um, no, can I finish it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, so the, the other one that you were really close with, I'm pretty sure, because... What is it, a Yingling? I, no, Yingling is in here. It is in here. Uh, it's the Crawford Bock. Oh, really? Crawford, yeah. lo good local beer, yeah. local brewery yeah. out of Houston. Shout yeah. out to them. Shout out to Crawford. But yeah. You know, our you, you know I never on. give them a chance because I always love my Shiner. But um, Now you got a backup. Yeah. You go to a ball game. And they don't have my Shiner. I might consider that one because I was like, wait a minute. It's kind of familiar. But yeah. Were there any that, that were like, Nothing no way, Jose? Yeah. Was there anyone that was like, just blew your mind away? Oh, these two. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, one was a Yingling. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> you always Poor used to. Yingling. Yeah, yeah. I know you love Yingling when we I go know. places, but you were all set up on Shiner, too. So. Yeah. Um, but hey, so Shiner, if you want to come sponsor this did girl, I impress she, she, you did. You did. I, I knew you. I get in trouble, too, because when we go out, I, I couldn't just, tell. I was watching. You, you didn't wear it on your sleeve. I was looking for like a smirk or like, <laughs> this is the one. Well, I always order a Michelob Ultra. And she'll order the shiner, and then when they bring it to my table, they put the shiner in front of me and put and, and put the ultra in front of her, thinking, "Yeah, I'm I'm the wussy. I drink this. She drinks the darker beer." Yeah. So it was really cool. But hey, we we uh, we are going to be enjoying our weekend and Memorial yes. weekend. So yeah. um, you know, hats off to you guys, and thank you for all you do. And this shiner's for you. If you're anywhere, if I'm anywhere, yeah, and I see me, a, you. if you're in the military, I definitely would buy you a beer in a heartbeat. Um, thank but you. hey, yes. I, I do want to throw yeah. some since it is. Memorial weekend. I want to challenge everybody because uh, I'm proud of America. I'm proud of my flag. I'm proud of everything we got going on here. And um, so uh, I want to challenge this people. So if you'll go and go on um, this, this podcast will post Tuesday and we'll be at the beach uh, that weekend coming up. And then what I want you to do is if you'll go to any of our places, uh, any of our Spotify, Apple, anywhere and become a scriber. And make a comment on there with American flag and a thumbs up. I'm going to pick one of you guys, maybe a couple, and I'm going to send you a $100 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. So you can oh. add it on to your weekend because there's nothing better than a weekend with your family, enjoying your friends, enjoying their true meaning of Memorial Day, of drinking a cold beer. Shiner. Shiner. <laughs> mm -hmm. And some wings. Yeah. Some chicken. That's all American yeah. right there. I tell you yeah. what. So if you do that, go send it. I want to see American flag on the comments and thumbs up. And yeah. we're going to pick one of those guys. Our guys in the back of the house will pick somebody, maybe one or two or three. I don't know. Apple, Spotify, go to YouTube. That's a that's yeah. an easy one. Leave a comment. YouTube. Cool. We would love you to go to YouTube. Go on YouTube. Make that happen. Subscribe and like it or and, and make a like and then make a or make a comment with the, the American flag and thumbs up. Right. Yeah. And we're going to pick one of you guys out there and send that to you. So Getting yeah. some wings and some beer. Nothing yeah. better than that on a Memorial Weekend. Free wings, free beer. Coming good, at you. Good yeah. job today. Great topic today. God hey, we will. USA. Yeah, we will. And we'll be following. We'll be posting this up coming up. Uh, you're going to be following us building this restaurant out. So yeah. we're excited about it. Wings go. Yeah. Come That's along more, for the I'm ride. I'm more excited about this. this, this 16 stores, five years. 
250 jobs, $20 million. I mean, come on. Yeah. This is crazy. we got a lot of work to do, guys. A lot of yeah. work. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But, hey, thanks for watching, guys, and enjoy your weekend, man. Yeah.